Hello and welcome to Eye on the Health Visitor. My name's Amy. And I'm Jenny. And luckily today we are joined by the wonderful Carmen. Hello Yay. Carmen. Hello. Hi. Hi. So um, Carmen and I worked together a long time ago um, <laughs> when uh, I first dipped my toes into health visiting and Carmen is a health visitor and an international board certified lactation consultant and you're currently on the, the final leg of your maternity leave, aren't you? With yeah, your... don't, say, don't say final leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm eight months in. Oh. With your with your, your daughter, Orla, Orla, who's your yeah. second child. Oh, bless. Yeah, and she's very cute. You, she's you guys... adorable. We yeah. can see her right now on yeah. FaceTime. You'll and see her. You'll see so her at beautiful. some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... One of the reasons that we've got you on today is that uh, we put a bit of a shout out on uh, sort of Twitter and Facebook with um, people who listen to the podcast or health visitors that listen to the podcast asking about um, topics that they they didn't feel they knew enough about and mm. wanted a bit more information on. And tongue tie was a really popular choice. Mm. And uh, you were my number one person to uh, ask about. Um, I know you're fantastic um, and very active in uh, sort of infant feeding and being lactation consultant and things so uh, I thought you'd be wonderful to uh, help give us a bit of more information about sort of tongue ties and things so uh, would you be able to sort of explain to us what what tongue ties are if um, any of us have not come across them before or yeah so it's um Tongue tie, basically. Sorry, I keep on looking down because all is cruising and she's actually <laughs> oh, hanging her. at the moment. And yeah, so as sorry. if it's not hard <laughs> enough to be concentrating on doing this yeah. and being recorded, you've also got to <laughs> try and watch out for a mobile baby at the same time. I know this. This will make uni next week feel so easy. <laughs> um, yeah. So tongue tie, just it's a term that refers to um, the membrane underneath the tongue and there is you know everyone has this membrane but if it's a tongue tie if the function means that it, it's impairing on the the mobility of the tongue like the okay. function of the tongue so when the baby's in utero the kind of there's we know all about the midline don't we so yeah um the membrane there which could be a tongue tie basically it recedes back and if it doesn't recede back far enough for the tongue to kind of have good mobile action it results in a tongue tie that's basically okay yeah. i see in, yeah so it's so, something that's established in utero yes okay yeah. there's quite a lot of research going on at the moment to see why um mm. you know why this happens why it doesn't recede back enough for the tongue to be free and mobile mm. but there's not really there's not a lot of conclusive evidence at the moment um there's, there's been a lot of stuff about um folic acid and whether that's yes. been causing the increase yeah. isn't there so there's as far as i know there's quite a lot of research going on to look at that and yeah. to look at gene mutation I, mm. i'm not going to embarrass myself and say the um, acronym for it because i can't no. remember all the letters but there is a lot of research going on at the moment just to see and um, whether we can um kind of come up with some reasoning why cool. yeah why yeah okay and because it can be really obvious sort of anterior or there's also the the posterior ones yeah. as well 
Yeah, so basically there's lots of different um, ways of classifying um, tongue-tie. It depends who you're speaking to and um, what tool they're using. There's actually right. only one tool that really looks th through um, vigorously on two things, so um, appearance and function, and right. that's Alison Hazelbaker's um, tool. Uh-huh. And that that's a really good one to actually have a look at. I'll give you information where to, you can download the tool for um, free online. Oh, really? It doesn't mean that you will read it and think, oh, yeah, fine, I'll just go around diagnosing. But it's yeah, just yeah. a really good tool to look at how many things come into play when we're looking at the tongue and function within feeding. Yeah. Okay. That's quite a good thing to look at. That and sounds really useful. And we'll link to that um, from the blurb for the podcast. So if anyone's listening, that will be on the details of where the, okay. the podcast comes up so they can look that up. Thank you. Um, and then, so what signs should we be looking out for? Obviously, I mean, it's something which we'll be, we'll be considering at the new birth visit when we're seeing babies between 10 to 14 days. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of things should we be aware of? Should we be thinking of as red flags? Okay, so if you, I just, I think the most simple thing to think of is just looking at symptoms in mum and baby separately and then as a whole. So when okay, they're brilliant. as one dyad together. Mm. So in mum, you might hear the mum basically, you know, as health visitors, we should be, and most of us are quite good at listening. Yeah. And I think if you just go with that in mind, and the mum will tell you lots of clues that yeah. will. Yeah make you think oh maybe that is a red flag so in the mum it might be things like um painful feeding so maybe there might be damage to the nipple mm -hmm. she might have um quite a lot of engorgement because mm. the, the milk isn't draining um okay. isn't being removed for, by the baby um she might have yeah damage to the nipple maybe a history of mastitis blocked milk ducts all those things that indicate that the milk isn't um, draining well from the mum into okay. the baby or pumping wise yeah um and she might just look extremely tired because yeah. she might yeah. describe feeding as being stressful um the baby might be coming on and off during a feed yes she yeah. might report when you ask how many you know when we're doing our feeding assessment and seeing minimum of eight to twelve breastfeeds yeah yes. she may say things like well, the baby's feeding all the time. Yeah. And when you actually delve into that, she really does mean the baby all is the feeding. And yeah. The, yeah. And then she might say the baby doesn't seem satisfied yeah. after yeah. a feed. So there's no clear kind of um, gaps in between feeds. Mm. Yeah. Um, she might describe the baby as being very, very windy um, mm -hmm. and unsettled. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she. I mean, yeah. the thing is, if we're thinking about new birth visit... A lot of these things might just be establishment of breastfeeding. Yeah. So it's it's quite tricky when you it's think a fine path to tread, isn't it, between that yeah. and so the normalising of okay, this is okay, this is what to expect, and that thing. And it's tricky because we don't always get to observe a feed. But I know in a mm. few cases where I have noticed and sort of been concerned there could be a tongue tie. I'm loath to say picked up a tongue tie because I know there's mm. so much more to it than that. But um, it was things like, yeah, it was that, that sort of constantly the baby just not being satisfied at all. And mm. when I watched the feed, the baby was almost like slipping off the nipple. Yeah. Like they yes. couldn't get a good enough grip yeah. as it, it starts were, well. With. It looks like they're going to go on well. And then yeah. at the last minute, something goes wrong and they can't quite get the tongue in the right position mm. to be able to draw the breast tissue into the mouth. Yeah. And 
Um, yeah, but it can be really difficult to distinguish between a mum that maybe just needs some support with positioning and attachment um, mm. versus a baby that can't get into the right position to yeah. latch on yeah. um, because of a tongue tie. And are there any sort of straightforward sort of physical things we should consider when looking in the baby's mouth? Yeah, so looking at the baby. Um, mm. mm-hmm. So, and then if we, yeah, if you think about the baby, so you may, I know Jenny, you said about the heart-shaped tongue. So yes, you yeah. May, you may look at the baby when, you know, the baby's in the mum's arms and, and see a really obvious heart-shaped tongue, which is, it happens because the the membrane, the frenulum, is pulling mm. down the centre of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So it looks that heart shape. That's quite easy to see. Yeah. But there are other signs to do with the shape of the tongue. So you might just see a very square, blunt end of the tongue. Uh-huh. And that might just be, okay. as you know, we said some people classify tongue ties in anterior, so front and posterior back. Yeah. So often you might get that um, squared bluntness of the tongue. And that's more with a posterior tongue tie, is it, where they get that yeah, kind of square looking? Usually. I mean, mm. the thing is, you know, I was saying about the Alison Hazelbaker tool. It's just, there's really things about function and appearance. So mm-hmm. just one of those things in isolation isn't going to mean, yes, that is a tongue tie. It's just the whole picture together. So you might get the um, heart-shaped tongue or blunt end tongue. You might mm. get little clues like... The mum might say, oh, the baby's got quite a lot of milk on their tongue. Now, uh, we might be thinking, oh, what about thrush? Yes. Yeah. That's so the first might, thing that sprang to yeah. my mind. <laughs> so you might um, exclude that and yeah. hopefully, you know, that's not an issue. But what you might see is that you might see some quite thick milk staining, but that starts halfway back on the tongue. Oh. So the front of the tongue after a feed might be quite clean looking. Yeah. And then quite milky looking part of the way back okay and that's because the tongue if the tongue is anchored down by the tight frenulum by the tongue tie it can't lift high enough to clean itself to kind of do that what happens yeah 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 so you might get little signs like that and that that shows that the, the tongue isn't elevating to do okay. such in the roof of the mouth okay. and also that will mean that when the breast's in the mouth it's it's unable to do that nice wave-like motion to yeah. all the way yeah. back to almost strip the milk yeah. of the breast so there's lots of little things um and the windiness as well yes slipping and, on and off which you said earlier yeah. um, and because i'm guessing the the windiness is also because they're just they're not getting that seal so they're taking mm. the, the yeah. air in and making the clicky noise and things yeah exactly so you may get a clicky noise as well and it's all if you think that the the tongue ideally should go down and forward scoop the breast into the mouth and kind of hold the breast almost like a hot dog in a bun so a nice um Fantastic seal that's great yeah. yeah so if you um i mean you can do things like I wouldn't be suggesting to any health visitor without extra training to be poking around the mouth. No. But there's nothing wrong with you saying to the mum, oh, yes. why don't you, know, with a clean finger, get the baby to suck on your finger and get the mum to describe what it feels like. Yeah. And the mum will be able to describe things that might, again, show a red flag. Yeah. So she might say, oh, um, it feels like it's just popping on and off, so it won't if you say it's supposed to be hugging the finger you should feel wave-like motions all along the finger she may describe it kind of pops off and that's because it's not able to keep that seal i see that's really interesting okay yeah so 
I was just going to say, really listening to the mum and yeah. just getting her to describe. Sorry, I'm just picking all of them. That's all right. Yeah. Um, Hello, all that. <laughs> she's got a, a doll in her mouth. Very tasty. Oh. Right. Um, getting the mum to describe things like that and getting her to describe what it feels like on the breast. What she might say is, it feels very, very sharp. Mm. Um, and you might kind of work out where that is with what position the baby's on the breast. And what you might find is that the sharpness she's feeling is the bottom gum line because the tongue isn't down and forward to cushion. No. Okay. So, and because one of the things I'm sometimes wary of with um, when I sort of do new birth visit is if the baby, I don't see the baby's tongue going past the gum line. So sometimes you see it where babies, like, their, their tongue sort of just doesn't seem to meet the lips or go out of the mouth. And sort of often it's the game that I encourage parents to hear about the stick and the tongue out and things because it's a nice yeah. way of them showing that sort of interaction already. And if the, the baby's sort of tongue doesn't seem to go past the gum line, am I right in thinking that's a bit of a, a sign of concern as well? Yeah, it can be a concern. Um, but also just to complicate things, some babies can do that and can yeah. get the, the tongue past even the, the lip. Okay, but they can't elevate very well. So okay, then that still so cause... so, so what... if they're not able to do it, then that's a concern. But if they can do it, then it doesn't necessarily mean that they've yeah. not got a tongue tie. Yeah, so okay. it's all these. There's lots and lots of different features um, to do with function. So it's putting them all together. But I think the difficulty is with us as health visitors. If I just have health visitor hat on. Is often we don't have a lot of training no. on this, no. which is just really frustrating. And even though I know in the trust I'm in, I do the um, health visitor training for infant feeding, but I've got so, I've got a few minutes on tongue tie mm. because yeah. there's so much other stuff. Yeah. So no one is. I think for us, we really need to remember that no one's expecting us to go around diagnosing. No. But it's mm. just all these clues. And be honest with parents and just say, look, I'm not trained yeah. to assess properly, yeah. but from what you're telling me and what I can see, there may be an issue with the tongue function, yeah. like tongue mobility, which is impacting our feeding. And then, I don't know, whatever area you're yeah. in, I think, use the I referral think for, system. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's that thing of linking in with the uh, infant feeding team wherever you yeah. are yes. and however you yeah. access that because I know in my area it's extra complicated because we don't have a particular feeder hospital in uh, okay. our area we have um, several and so it's like working out there's sometimes issues with if the mum's had the baby at one particular hospital then we might be able to refer back there mm. and then for others all the postnatal care is done at this one hospital so maybe refer them there and things mm. um, and yeah I think it seems it feels at times like it's quite an individual thing of making those links yourself with infant feeding teams yes and, definitely and i think yeah. that my experience has been actually that make you know sort of the infant feeding teams although they're busy they have been so supportive and so useful because mm. they're really keen to ensure that everyone's getting the, the help and support that they're able yeah. to yeah yeah um, it's um it is a really tricky subject and i i think the more i learn the more i realize i don't know at all that's <laughs> so, often the case with but, um, pretty much everything in life isn't it <laughs> the more you know about it the more you realize you actually don't know much about it at all <laughs> it's yeah, always I'm the way I, I i've you know been i've been um lactation consultant now for four years and i just thought and I've been to um, Southampton and learned yes, to divide tongue yeah. ties. I've done all of that, but I still think, no, I don't know enough. So next You sound extremely knowledgeable to me. Well, so we're very know. grateful no. to have you on here. <laughs> no, so what, what is it that you're going to be doing at uni next week? 
Oh, I'm going. It's a military operation. Going to study with a baby, really. But um, I can I'm imagine. going. <laughs> I'm going up to Wolverhampton because it's the only um, place in the UK that does. Um, it's a master's level clinical module um, on tongue tie. So for a so it's a day of lectures and then clinic days. Okay, so I'm wow. hoping to. So maybe I'll know more next week. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll do another little bit. I, if you say, want I, th- to. I think I think we can easily imagine coming back to you and doing more more work with you in the coming few months and things. So this is so far we've kind of talked about assessment, um, and there's just mm. one other thing I wanted to ask you about assessing for tongue tie, um, which is I know you said about. Um, Putting, asking a parent to put their finger in the mouth and, and describe the way the tongue's moving to kind mm. of see whether there's anything you can pick up from that. Um, and I was wondering about, I know some people talk about feeling underneath the tongue to see if you can feel for a frenulum. Is that something that's advised or not really? Well, it, or something you can cert- suggest for a mum to do? Or I think certainly if someone's had training to yeah. assess, assess um, the suck and kind of the oral um, anatomy of the baby then yes that will be part of the assessment but what you don't want to do is anyone any health visitor to be putting themselves in a position where they kind of feel under the tongue yeah and maybe mm. miss something yeah so certainly if you have had training that would be a feature of assessment and there isn't anything wrong mm. with you saying to a mum yes if you want to kind of um sweep under the tongue yeah you may feel a bump but that isn't a diagnosis no yeah it's sure just, again yeah. part of the picture yeah okay so if the mum says oh yeah it does feel like a big bump you might say okay well you know you're having all these other signs why don't we think about referring yes you for yeah. an assessment so it's just another sign really okay and Ooh. just things that you know she might say and part of that build up part of the picture um, right. like about her milk supply and all of those things so it's not an easy one so no. No. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really helpful thank you so much I think that was a really good kind of summary of yeah, assessment and um, how to spot a tongue tie and I think the resource that you mentioned would be really useful as well yeah um I'm wondering if and we obviously wanted to talk a little bit about treatment but I'm wondering if we perhaps um I mean what I to think, do? Yeah, I think one thing we want to say would be, I mean, because I know that there's a lot of controversy around to snip or not to snip. And I think a lot of parents, if you look at sort of the you know, mum's net and things that times to wear tongue tie, a lot of parents see that having the, the surgery, having the snip done is the only way forward. Okay. It's far more complex than that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like anything, it's... I, th- I think sadly what happens is that if you've got a mum that is maybe in pain, feeding stressful, not going well, and mm. someone says, oh, yes, okay, I think there's a tongue tie, have a division, they're going to want it to be a magic bullet. Yeah. Anyone would. And it's not always. Yeah. And unfortunately, you can't always tell which babies it's going to make a difference for. Yeah. So even though, you know, so if you're working with a, a mum and baby and you say all this you, you just know that she will be hoping that she's going to be the one that yeah, goes to the course. clinic has yeah. it divided and magically all the problems yeah. Are yeah yeah even if there is an instant difference in feeding with the division mm. there's still going to have to be quite a lot of work with positioning and attachment mm. and i think any in health visiting anyone that's referring to tongue tie assessment or clinic needs to really look at that as a start to their their help so following up 
ringing the mum did they go to the assessment clinic what happened invite them to whatever local provisions you have for support Mm. get someone to completely go back to basics with positioning and attachment yeah because often what will happen as well is that that mum the feeding even if it does instantly feel better it might get worse again if you imagine um if you imagine let me think like going for a run you haven't been for a run for a long time and no. you get muscle fatigue yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's kind of like what what it's like so if a, the tongue's divided then the tongue's kind of moving around got lots of extra mobility see, yeah. doing loads of things it hasn't done before and it gets tired yeah right. okay. so often what will happen is a few days in the mum might say it's got bad again it's terrible it's worse than it was before oh, yeah and it's just knowing that that might happen and almost what's the what's the word that we say anticipatory guidance yeah like yeah, setting so an expectation ensure exactly. ensuring they're almost ready for that and that yeah. you've given them the tools to get over that barrier yeah yeah and just say look here's the support group come even if you think it's going well in the first couple of days come let's yeah. go through position attachment and then just go completely back to basics mm. yeah and as like well as everything fatigue there no 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 as well as the, f- the fatigue of the tongue being used in a way that it's not been used they're also kind of learning mm. like you say almost starting again really learning yeah. how yeah. to latch Definitely. on using yeah. this great big tongue that's now flapping yeah. around <laughs> yeah. and they don't know what to yeah. do with <laughs> so yeah. that's a really good point is making sure that mum's got that support in place to actually mm-hmm. get her through that period or um you know to to help her achieve what she wants to achieve yeah Exactly. And if, I mean, the other things that we can do, you know, even if we're not doing a full assessment, mm. is just to just use all the stuff that we, you know, most of us are with UNICEF um, baby friendly places mm. now. Use all that feeding assessment and just remember to talk about keeping the milk flowing to protect that milk supply, mm. um, keeping the baby fed. All those basic yeah. things yeah. are going to be really, really important mm. um, yeah. just to make sure that everything's on the best path for you know if the division's done or not and she might decide not to have it yeah yeah. and that's completely fine as well yeah yeah it's not really a wrong or right answer no absolutely and valuing um whatever decisions she makes and and helping Mm. her to kind of feel um good about about that journey yeah yeah Mm. and if you know if if the if they're not going to have the division or even if they do it's still again going back to basics trying to get the best position attachment deep attachment to the breast is going to be helpful for every baby yes yeah um so it's just doing things like that really Mm. Um, thank you i think that's a really good summary of kind of of tongue tie thank thank you so much for that it's been fantastic so i think um another thing that we can sometimes and it can be tricky because not all services do see um, bottle-fed babies that are yeah. are having difficulty because of a tongue tie, and often they'll say they'll only um, see babies that are breastfed. So there's a little bit of kind of a postcode issue there with some yeah. areas doing it differently from others. But just very briefly, maybe we could look at mm. how a tongue tie could affect feeding in a bottle-fed baby as well. Okay, yeah. So really, a lot of the symptoms are quite similar to a breastfed baby. Obviously, the mum's pain isn't going to be there unless we're thinking about a mum who was breastfeeding Mm. and then it wasn't going well Mm. and has ended up bottle feeding. Now, Mm. with that, that's, you know, you get all the the really complicated and hard to deal with things, you know, her her grieving process of not carrying on feeding the baby how she wants to. So there's all of that to deal with. 
Um, and with the baby on the bottle, you will get um, often the gassiness. Yeah. You might get a baby who, again, comes on and off the bottle yeah. teat a lot. Yes, yeah. Um, lots of lots of um, complaints of like really windy, gripey pain. You know those yeah, kind of pains. Yeah. A lot of dribbling milk. Yes, and that, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of dribbling milk. So often, mums, what you might hear is because she, if she's bottle feeding, she might not even think or know anything no, about exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you might think you're in clinic and you might even see a baby with a really soppy, soggy bib, and you'll hear conversations about how much washing they've got to do and how yeah. and how um how many bib changes and often that is a baby who is just leaking a lot of milk through um feeding mm. at the bottle and it's yeah. not an enjoyable way to feed which is no. not it's not fair I, I get really angry actually at the services that don't see bottle fed babies yeah mm. I, I know it's to do with resource but the thing is feeding for a mum and baby needs to be a relaxed enjoyable yeah. experience yeah however it? you're choosing to feed exactly yeah. yeah yeah so it just doesn't make sense that those babies are being ignored but no absolutely not everywhere there no. are some services. No. and I think probably one thing that you know every health visitor who's listening could do is is go out and, and try and find out exactly what the provision is in your local area you know yeah. who do you need to talk to what's the referral pathways if you don't already know yeah pick up the phone and just and just find out and ask someone I think this is where we should perhaps be working with our midwife colleagues a little yeah. bit as well yeah you know, because and actually from the point of view of sort of leadership and yeah. you know yeah. if, if you if it isn't clear in your area mm. and your colleagues don't know if you're able to find out then share it with them yeah. as well yeah you know it's actually something which is probably very appreciated by colleagues Definitely. it really mm. makes a difference if someone finds it out and then shares that then uh, it shouldn't have to be down to each individual health visitor to no, cross no, that no. bridge if they come to it yeah no, exactly um Thank you so much, Carmen. Yeah, she's been, right. been amazing. We, I think we have to get you back at some point because I'm realising I'd really love to talk to you more about the infant feeding APPG, which I know you oh, yeah. go into as well. But I think we may have to save that for another time. Well, there you go, guys. I think that's what they call in the business a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to tune in again another oh, time. Oh, yeah, there you go, next time. Yeah. And to hear what I've learned. Exactly. Exactly. I like to scrap everything. <laughs> well, you know, you're 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 not so far away from me. We'll have to uh, work out and get you in person over here as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. This has been a very technological remote uh, recording. We're yeah. getting very tech savvy here now at this podcast. <laughs> she says. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. That's um, right. Thank you. And, and thank you everyone for listening yeah. it's been wonderful chatting to you about tongue tie yeah if um, you want to contact us and and to add, add any comments into the discussion or you'd like to mention anything else or add any suggestions you can contact us at i am a i am a hv on twitter and uh, the i am a health visitor page on facebook and i am a health visitor at gmail.com via email Wonderful. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. again, Carmen. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.